1: Steve Wood. Good guy. When you when you did this, and I when you started this show, I had nothing to do with it. And you picked the number one voice guy in Phoenix and, and across the nation, Steve Wood. Yeah, he's great, great guy. Absolutely, sounds Sick. awesome. You hear him on all kinds of commercials. Yep. He's a stud. He should he should charge Doug for. It. I, he probably thought, you know, he probably did for two hundred fifty bucks or something like that. Yeah, you know, now figured, it's hey, this is going to be later. going to be six months. It's not even going to play, man. If I, Steve, if you're listening right now, I would absolutely uh, go to Doug at doughopkins.com. <laughs> And I tell you right now, he has made so much money off of your voice. <laughs> it's all Steve. It's all Steve. It is all you. People call and they say, I, I don't even care. I just want to hear. I want to go with somebody who works with Steve just Wood. Just that
2: smooth voice.
1: I actually worked with him uh, right out of high school. Like back yeah. when I knew you, like, remember when I worked at Y95? Back when you knew me? Y95? <laughs> yes, I Well, sure you've do. changed slightly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he was our voice guy at Y95 back yeah. in 1989, 1990. Glenn Beck and Tim Hattrick were the morning show. Yeah, remember I remember, Glenn remember those Beck? names. Yeah. Glenn Beck has like a nationwide, yes. now he's a kook. He looks like Colonel Sanders. Yes. Have you seen <laughs> yes, that? I sure <laughs> yes. have. And then Jessica Hahn. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, sure <laughs> do. She was the night girl. Yes, that's right. Back she in those days, you know, a long I,
2: time ago. So, so Darren used to be—he'd have a, a Y ninety-five van, and
1: uh, oh, this used, is perfect for. That. Why did they give a kid just getting out of high school the van? <laughs> they yeah, gave you the van. And, so
2: they gave him a bunch of T-shirts and frisbees and whatnot to, and and they'd send him on location, and he'd go out on location and uh, broadcast from from different places and whatnot. And uh, I was going to ASU at the time, and I was living in the dorms. And uh, Manzanita, you know those big yeah, triangle yes. ones right there. That I think they just converted those into something else—apartments or something like that. But uh, I know they renovated the that. You'd
1: out of think them. it'd be a museum after you lived there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was on the uh, what was I was on the tenth floor. I think it was fifteen-story building. I was on the tenth floor, uh, ten fifteen. I still remember the uh, the number of that. But uh, Darren called me up and and I said, dude, you, sh- you need to, you need to broadcast from down here. And and, and school was just opening up. Uh, and he's like, all right, let's do it. And so um we went down and, and pulled the van up right in front of Manzanita and he was broadcasting and had all the t-shirts and, and, uh, frisbees. And, oh my gosh, we were like the, the, the head of the party down
3: you there. You were the man. studs it out was, there, right? It, it was, was broadcasting on awesome, radio. It was dude. fantastic. Two 18 year old guys <laughs> <laughs> with a radio station. Like the, the people
1: thought we were famous. And oh yeah. Oh, it was well, phenomenal. Were famous, crazy kid. Come on. Well, but man. that was like 10 years later. That's At true. this point I was just out of high school and, and just, you know, driving around with the making three, Thirty-five an hour, and <laughs> probably got that many telephone numbers an hour too, man. Those were good days. Those were good Back days. In days. Yeah. Yeah. and then moved over to Power ninety-two, which is on this frequency. Yeah, two point three used to yep. be Power ninety-two. Yep. I and Jim that. Sharp was the morning guy when I moved to Power ninety-two, and now Jim Sharp does the morning here at Ktar.
2: I thought it was Super Snake.
1: No, he did afternoons. Oh, he did. Oh, god. Yeah, god, it was god. Jim Sharp. It was Jim Sharp and Kent Voss, and then uh, Danny Bonaducci eventually. Oh, I remember. Wound up doing that until he beat up. Yeah, Some, some, something happened. Little s- uh, case of mistaken identity, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I suppose. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So what's going on? Oh, not much, man. Yeah. Just let's go to... from the fun time <laughs> in our life to, hey, we're forty-eight years old. Let's talk about real estate now. <laughs>
4: Speak for yourself. Oh. Not all of us are, you know, going over the hill. How old are you, Dylan? I'm almost 30.
1: So I still had five years to go in my radio career when I was Dylan's age. Wow. I was 30 30 years old. I would have been working at uh, 2002. I would have been just going over and starting Kiss FM.
2: Jeez. Yeah, I remember when you did that. It was a long time ago. I was Uh,
1: just leaving Power 92 and go over there. Was it What
2: what Darren used to do, he he would call me up. Usually it was like 6.30 in the morning and I was sleeping. (laughs) And he'd call me up and be like, hey, Doug, we're on the air. And then he'd ask me some questions or whatever, and I'm trying to wake up, and I'm like, what? What is going on right now? (laughs) You're live on the radio, Doug.
1: Tell me about the
3: time you were with. Yeah,
1: yeah. The beeper hookup. Remember that? I gave your pager number out over the radio? Yes, yes, you did. (laughs) (laughs)
2: And you... No, you that, gave was my news. that was the oh, cell phone. was that it was, your cell phone you gave number? I my cell phone oh. number out and I had people calling me going, is this really uh Doug, Darren's friend? Did we go crazy kids' friend? <laughs> oh, I yeah. had the, the, the kid's mother call me up and goes, <laughs> that <it> was insane. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's fun, man. It's uh, you can do that to your friends because they won't sue you.
2: Yeah, you can't yeah. do that to <laughs> listeners.
3: <laughs> you know? Well, you had was it before or after when you put on Prince's uh, Princess Kiss that just played in a loop? That was when we started uh, Kiss FM. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. That was uh, like for a week, and then you guys came on. Yeah, that was really cool. Cool
1: thing is, is I was the first DJ on one hundred three point nine, power ninety two when they went to hip hop. One hundred four point seven when they went to Kiss FM, and one hundred one point five when they went to hip hop. And I was also the first DJ fired from one hundred (laughs) three (laughs) point nine.
4: Power 92 <laughs> why is that? and 101.5. We, we joke about that all the time. What? Why is that? Were you why just do they do that all I the time.
2: don't know if you know Darren, but he's very opinionated. <laughs> and he's not afraid to uh, let his opinions fly. So
1: technically, let me tell you, I didn't get fired from 103.9 because I crossed. I got offered a better job at Power 92. You're
2: doing a Dylan thing where you're hitting the desk and it's coming okay. across.
1: And then <laughs> I did get fired from Power 92, but, but luckily enough, Kiss FM was coming back. And then I did get fired from Kiss FM, but that was five years later. <laughs> And then, then I went to 101.5, and I did get fired from there, but it was because I made too much money, not because I did anything wrong. Okay. It was in 2008 when the recession hit. God. They fired me. They fired Dave Pratt. They fired uh, t- uh, Tim, Tim and Willie. I mean, it's, they fired everybody who was making banks. So oh, I there. forgot about Tim. Yeah. Did Tim and Willie come back? Uh, no, well, Tim is doing a morning show uh, elsewhere in town and, and Willie, which, by the way, really quick, uh, his wife is really, really sick right now. Oh, and. jeez. Uh, And uh, and I haven't heard anything lately, but definitely want to let him know that she's in our prayers and and him and his family are in our prayers. But great guy. I used to just quickly, and I apologize for taking up this whole segment. Willie, when I was in high school and you and I were DJing dances, Uh Willie worked at Milano's Music and I would go down. He was my rep at Milano's Music in Mesa. I would rent the PA systems from Willie. This is before Willie got into radio.
2: Those things were so freaking big. I remember,
1: yeah. I remember yeah. grabbing the big speakers those oh and the gosh. amps and all that. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, we so, used to do uh, what the time dances. were you on? Oh, sorry. I, I did mornings before you up until about he the time the you were born. He was the number
3: one rated morning show.
4: I the time. Like the number hey, one.
1: Yeah, I was the equivalent of Big Bird when you were at that age. <laughs>
4: I, gra- no. I was the big bird no. of
1: Phoenix. That was when I was in high school. Right, okay. Before you were getting The out. morning show. I did the morning show for a long time. But it, when I first started, it was like nights and, and overnights. They did
4: so like long. War of the Roses on Kiss FM. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We did all like that, that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh Beat your mate and be, all sorts of stuff. Anyways. All right. Cool. Well, that uh, ends this first portion of the program.
2: <laughs> the real da- estate show. That's Darren's uh, resume that's
1: for, Darren, the, for yeah. the next
3: well, uh, radio show that you getting. Pretty much. Yeah. You know, people want to know that when I'm doing... um prequels for people that call in, they do ask about you guys all the time. And I tell them that, uh, you know, uh, he's that, trying to make something up. Yeah, right I now, was funny. going to, yeah, and I thought I, can I probably can't say that over the air, but yeah, no, you guys, uh, yeah, that we all went to high school and they go, is that all true? I go. Yeah, it's all totally all true. Real. Yep. Mm-hmm. But we got some, we got some war stories. We if you want to hear a war story, <laughs> give Kevin a call 480-560-5555. six Oh five, 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 five. I'll tell you one embarrassing thing about each of them. There you go. That'll be the go. phone ringing. All, All right. right <laughs> uh, big
1: week this week. Mortgage rates at an all-time low. Yes. From what I hear, 2.9-something
3: percent. I mean, yes, that's insane. On, it is. You know, uh, the feds came out, so they're not doing anything until 2022. Uh, with uh, unfortunately with the virus coming back, it's it's hurting the economy, which causes rates to stay low. Does that
1: mean down? if you're thinking about buying a house, that, that you still have time? Because I know it's really hard to get into a house right now.
2: It's it's really hard. Just to give you an idea. Uh, my stepdaughter is moving out here, and she's trying to buy a new house. We're in lotteries all over the place trying to get it trying to get a new house. We, she's already missed out on two. Uh, you know there there was 19 people going for seven uh, seven lots that, that were being were being released and you uh, so didn't, didn't have get, connections so didn't get picked
1: I tried. <laughs> I
2: really tried. And they said, Shouldn't no. be like,
1: Hey, I know Doug Hopkins. Yeah, like. yeah,
2: yeah. I tried using that, but uh, they didn't really care. So, the whole thing said you know they know
1: Darren, the radio guy. Yeah, you should have pulled the guy. crazy kid card. That might have worked. I'm,
2: I'll, I'll, I'll do that tomorrow. Try
1: that one. Yeah. Try,
3: try that yeah. one. See yeah. if that works.
1: Occasionally it works. <laughs> yeah, but
3: that, that's a great point. You know, with rates being as low, gosh, I can't get in the house. Am I going to miss this trend or am I going to miss? No, I, I believe that they'll, they'll stay low for um, the foreseeable future. I mean, anything can happen, obviously, but I think we're going to see some low rates for a little while here.
1: So we are at a point, though, where, like you said, it's very difficult for people to get into a house. If they want to wait another year, what do you, Dylan and Doug, see from a real
2: estate perspective? How much time we got for this next Two minutes. We got two minutes. Well, uh, the Cromford Report. Just came out, and um, they're expecting this to last through 2021. So, and if that's the case, and if it's as hot as it is, you know, right now, and that continues uh, for the rest of 2020 and into into 2021, and all through it. I mean, who knows where these these end up? I mean, I've already seen quite, I mean, uh, houses are going up like crazy right now. There's stuff and everything's selling above asking. Um, you know, we're, we're pushing limits and selling them five, ten grand over those limits. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see, number one, how appraisers react to it um and number 2 if it can continue to go up um the way it's going up right now i i don't know if it can go up in in this fashion um the way as fast as it is but uh, i'll tell you what if you have a really nice house and it's and it's priced well you're going to get uh especially if it's under the $500,000 mark you're going to get tons of you're going to get tons of action on it i'm it's hearing even dollars. 750 8, houses or 8300 we're 8300 houses active completely for our Maricopa in a market that's typically Pino, 20 Pino, Pino to 30 at least. Yeah. It's, it's uh, the numbers, the supply is so low. Um, it's just in, incredible right now. Never seen anything like it.
1: I'm even hearing that the more expensive houses are moving quicker. Yeah. And typically no, they've yep, been pretty slow to no. move. Yep. Exactly. So we're
3: slowly opening up the jumbo stream again. So.
1: Last yep. year or last week, Doug said, this is reminding me of 2005. Now we remember what happened in 2007 and 2008. What could pop this momentum? We'll find out next. Sell it,
0: invest it, or flip it. He's the number one realtor in America, and he's right here to answer your real estate questions. This is the Doug Hopkins Flipping Real Estate Radio Program.
5: home marketing specialist than any other company in the state a top performing designation earned by less than one percent of all realtors i'm jeff hawk co-owner of realty executives no matter where you live in the valley we have offices and local area experts familiar with your neighborhood the valley is constantly growing and so are we come see our newest offices in north scottsdale at the corner of pinnacle peak and scottsdale road and in gilbert at the northwest corner of val vista and williamsville realty executives where the experts are equal housing opportunity broker i'm doug hopkins with realty executives and DougHopkins.com, and i still want to
2: buy your house Lately, a lot of companies have stopped buying houses due to uncertainty in the market. In these stressful times, DougHopkins.com can give you peace of mind that your house is sold. We never charge fees or commissions, and we buy your house in as is condition with no repairs. At DougHopkins.com, you're dealing with me, a local guy who's been buying houses in the market for 25 years, in good times and bad. We will get through this together.
0: He's here to help you win the property war. It's the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. It's
1: the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program, brought to you by Realty Executives, where the experts are. Also by Signature Title, the expert's choice for title services. And by Homebridge Financial, making the dream of home ownership a reality. Uh, I remember you said last week. This is starting to remind me the real estate situation that we're in right now, uh, the overheating of the market. The uh, you know you put a house on the market for a certain amount of money, and within a week uh, you've got uh, ten different offers for ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars more. Yep. You have people bidding on houses. Uh, you you Doug Hopkins said last week. This is starting to remind me of two thousand five. And if I remember correctly, and I may not have my my years right, but this was something prophetic that. you you said uh, that you nailed on the head, you've missed many football scores, you've lost many bets on everything else. But the one that really mattered was in 2000, I want to say, was it 2005 or 2006 when the crash happened?
2: It happened, well, it started, July. The, the peak was, uh, it was July, August, August okay. of 2006. And,
1: and I started. was flipping houses yep. at that time, and I think I had three or four going at the same time. Yep. And I was, I was tapped out. I was, I had, right. you know, you, I was, yeah. as long as everything could sell, I was golden. Right. But if it didn't sell, I was in deep trouble. And Doug looked at me in about February and he said i am selling every single you know investment house that i have not my rent, not my rentals but everything that i'm preparing to sell will be sold by july
3: right smart
1: and lo and behold it freaking crashed in July. Yep.
3: Yeah, he did. got them
1: and I got stuck with like two houses. Yeah. <laughs> and luckily I was able to I was able to sell them but I I didn't get anywhere near what I was hoping to get and I was lucky to 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 get out with the you know.
3: Yeah, I mean those were dark shirt times. I, was wearing. I mean everybody has a story about that. People lost their houses. It was you know lot losing their jobs it was a horrible event 07 was
2: horrific 07 yep. and in the beginning of 08 until we could until we figured out that it was starting to stabilize a little bit it wasn't going down as drastically in 08 07 was a nightmare
3: yeah that's you know my company went bankrupt that i was working for and that was that was a disaster most mortgage you know? companies went bankrupt yep. right so well, the yeah.
2: crazy thing is in in great southwest is where you yep. worked and, and a lot of people were banking their paychecks like they were, yeah. getting, were earning interest off of their paychecks and the company was taking money and whatnot and when it went bankrupt all the money they had they had uh banked in in there uh was gone you know hundreds of thousands of dollars that uh they had saved for their paychecks was just poof gone the deferred
3: income for a lot of people was was gone and i you know again no one could have predicted um that well you did Doug did Doug did, but very few people would have guessed that it would have gone as bad as it did. Well,
2: here's here's what happened with me, and this is this. I'll, I'll tell you this story, and this was uh, this was amazing to me. So I was I was buying rentals at the time as well, and and buying and holding, and and uh, and uh, I went and bought a house, and I think it was in Gilbert. I, I purchased one uh, on Pinto that I still own today. And uh, I went into Kevin and I go like, hey, I'm going to keep this one. It's, it's in the same subdivision as I have a couple of other rentals and I really want to keep it. And I bought it for a really good price at the time. And I said, um, you know, hey, I'm, uh, I'm going to give you all my information. I'll get, uh, you know, what do you need? You know, what, what uh, two years tax returns and uh, income statements and all that other jazz. And he's like, no, I don't need anything. It's actually the rates are better if we do a no doc and I'm like I'm sorry what no documents
1: no no, docu-
2: docu- no documents no nothing we're just going to give you the money all you have to do basically is have a pulse and you get this loan and it's actually cheaper than if you did it, did it the whole way you know the uh, full doc and I'm like okay we're screwed. Like yeah. literally I was like, this is insane. Now like, it's this- different this time. Yeah. It's, it's much, very different. Much different this time. And let's
3: explain that. Cause everybody's thinking we're going down this road of, Oh no, we're going to have a repeat, but Doug, you don't believe that, right?
2: I do not. And especially if you look at, you know, affordability, right. Uh, I, I always think, you know, how much, how much more can they go up and still be affordable for the, you know, uh, for the, the, the majority of, of Arizona citizens. And, um, you know, the answer to that is uh, probably, uh, quite a bit more, uh, as much, you know, you lo- I look at, uh, we also do business out in California and just to give you an idea, uh, you know, in a, in a, in a nice neighborhood, um, you know, in, in, in California, we're selling two bedroom, one bath, 800 square foot houses for $500,000, you know, stuff that would go for 150, maybe 200 here, uh, so they're significantly higher than us uh double if not more uh, quadruple and, yeah and if of and it depends on the area like uh you know my house uh, that I live in now it would probably be worth double or triple out in California in a, in, in a similar uh, neighborhood yeah and um you know and they're doing stuff now where they're allowing um, people to build Casitas, or uh, you know, in their it, if they have a certain amount of, of uh, backyard, a certain amount of uh, land. Yeah, uh, no, it doesn't even have to be acreage. It could be very small, just just for affordability purposes to enable uh, people to either rent them out or hold uh, family members or whatever, so that they don't have to move. So, um, you know, there's certain parts of the country that are still. Way more expensive than us, but we're 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 climbing the ladder. It used to be, you know, back back ten ten fifteen tw- even twenty years ago, we were one of the ch- cheaper places to own a you know a new house and stuff. But that's it's not the case anymore. Uh, and the reason being is again, you know, like we talked about with prices going up, supply and demand. We have kind of a housing shortage right now in Arizona, and we have a ton of people that want to move here because it's awesome in Arizona. Taxes, I
1: mean? COVID, you know. I mean, and yeah, we've got a COVID, COVID problem. problem right now <laughs> yeah. but but at the same time, there's a lot of people moving out of New York and the East Coast states, and they're getting out of California because of taxes. And, it's
2: just, it's just you know. better all around. I'm, I'm from New York, and and uh, you know, I used to uh, uh, be like, man, I want to go back. New York is the best. No, New York is not the best. It's it's a great place to visit because every time I go back there, I just can't wait to come home. Yeah. Honestly, and 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 I do call. I used to call New York my home. That's not the case anymore. Arizona is my home.
1: All right, yeah. if you're uh, look if you're in town, you're looking around for houses. You're looking for a place to buy, Dylan. Martin has some houses for
0: you.
1: Dylan's been one very 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 busy real estate agent this year. Yes sir. I mean I think we're you've blessed. done I think you've done and you were doing great last year but I think you're almost beating last year's yearly numbers and we're only into July.
4: Yeah, we have uh, officially surpassed it from last year already. You've
1: already done more deals than you did all of last year?
4: Yes, sir. Holy smokes. Yes, sir. So what's the word out there on the streets? We have a really interesting situation where the lack of inventory is so, so low and rates are so low that we're, you know, this buying frenzy is being created that we've been discussing on the radio previously. People who are
1: buying houses, are you noticing that they're locals that are buying houses? You getting a lot of people from out of town or what uh, kind of people are they? The
4: buyers that I have right now, I have uh, heads half and half. You know, I'm working with four buyers right now, and um, two of them are in town and two of them are out of town.
1: Uh, that's a pretty big ratio of yeah. out of town people. Usually, you probably, like nine times out of 10, usually it would be a local person buying, right?
4: Exactly, yeah. And, they're you know, they're unique situations. They want to cut, they're retiring and moving down to be by family for one of them, and the other had a job change, you know, so it's not like they're trying to flee, you know, like Arizona is this huge, amazing place. Uh, what about safe people
1: case. moving up? You know, or, or downsizing.
4: Yeah, so we have a, a couple of those. I have... Um,
1: those are probably the sellers.
4: Exactly. We have people that, you know, they're getting married, and they both have smaller homes, and, you know, they want to sell those smaller homes and get their dream house, right? And uh, th- that inventory is doing a lot better. You know, homes that are under $400,000, those are going extremely quickly. And luckily, today, we're going to be listing four of them. Let's hear about them. So... Uh, Four properties going live today all over the valley. Um, We're going to go over these really quickly, but please, please, please go on to our Facebook page, Doug Hopkins Real Estate on Facebook, and you're going to be able to see the links to all these listings, and my number will be there. So if you're interested in seeing any of these properties, give me a call. We'll make sure that you get a crack at it. The first one is in Goodyear. The address is uh, 1543 South 171st Lane in Goodyear. $225,000, Two hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars, three beds, two baths, wow, twelve hundred and thirty square feet.
2: That's going to sell for ten grand over. Yeah,
4: easy. that's selling for ten grand over. I'm calling it right now. It's Goodyear, like
2: because
1: I remember doing a house in Goodyear. It was right by the ballpark, and boy, it was quick. Um, that's a hot area of town.
2: Goodyear is a very hot part of town. Yeah.
1: Yes, yep. what makes it so appealing? The access to the I ten, the it's new two oh two or know, it's what?
2: All, it's all new out there. And uh it's a really great area. There's a lot of lot of cool shops, shopping areas and
4: whatnot. It's it's pretty cool. Affordability,
1: two twenty five for a house. Yeah. So, I mean you can't where you yeah. where else you gonna
4: find that. Yeah, in Mesa that would be two seventy five. Yeah. yeah. And it's a starter home. You know, it's off the right at the end of the three oh three and the ten there. So it's uh, a little farther out, but that home is gonna go. Like a hot cake. This it's been a rental property and it's been completely redone, and it looks fantastic. So it okay. shows really really well. Second one also two twenty five, but this one is in El Mirage, three beds two baths fifteen hundred and seventy two square feet. Uh, the address is eleven six zero two West Weathersfield Road in El Mirage. Again two twenty five. This home's going to sell really really quickly. If you want a chance at this, go on our Facebook page or give me a call. Uh, the third one is actually my best friend's house. I just helped them buy a house uh, a year ago, and normally we tell people don't sell for two years, don't sell for two years. Um, These guys have a job change where they're going across the country, and uh, they're selling their home, and they have really done a number on this property. We're talking painting the cabinets, they've done the floors, um, painted the whole interior of the home, landscaping. It shows really, really well. $300,000 $300,000 in East Mesa, right by Eastmark. The uh, community is Bella Villa, one of the absolute premier neighborhoods in the East Valley, and you got to go see it. So please, please, please uh, take a look at this property. 11146 East Sebring Avenue in Mesa.
1: You know what we just found out? Jeff. None of us are his best friend.
4: Oh, Apparently, I yeah. Exactly I was like, that. I don't remember
3: him trying to do it.
4: <laughs> Here's why. You guys are all 50 years old. <laughs> and you don't call me to go to the Moose, so I'm a little offended.
2: Hey, we're not going to the Moose at this time. We're, I haven't not been to the Moose in a while. Yeah.
4: I have mm. never been to the Moose, and we've probably gotten how many customers to the Moose because of you, Doug? Well, we'll Doug got you. an award for it. <laughs> got, yeah, he did.
3: Maybe we should take him to the rail. Let's go. To, I don't know if he's ready for that. Yeah, oh, he's not ready not for the, the rail. rail. Yeah, he's the the rail. rail.
4: All right. Forget okay. All right, we'll see. All right. The last one that we have <laughs> is in Scottsdale, three bedrooms, two bathrooms, sixteen hundred and seventy six square feet, uh, eighty four forty six East Chaparral Road in Scottsdale. Doug, this is a uh, townhouse condo. Give me a guess of what this property is listing for. How big is it? Sixteen hundred and seventy six square feet in Scottsdale. Three fifty.
3: 340. Wow. Pretty good. Douglas. On you know, the it'll stuff. probably go for 350.
1: Yeah. You know your stuff. <sighs> yep. All right. Uh, <laughs> if people want to get in touch with Dylan Martin, what's the telephone number to call? 480-498-8000. Think about that for a second. I mean, uh, this is the number one show on the weekends. literally every other, t- every other radio station turns off <laughs> this is the only thing that people listen to Absolutely. the the, yep. the advertising time i would say probably each one of those mentions we could have sold for twelve thousand dollars a pop yeah. and you get it for you get it all part of the dylan marketing package if you if you do it through doug yes that's exactly. right just like that what marketing experience one more time what's your number 480-498-8000 all right if you're looking to buy or sell a house give dylan a call this is the doug hopkins show
0: over 15,000 real estate transactions and growing. This is the Flippin Real Estate Radio Program with Doug Hopkins from Discovery Channel's Property
5: Wars.
1: So take me
5: experts are. legal Housing Opportunity Broker.
0: He's here to help you win the property war. It's the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program.
1: It's the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program this fine Saturday afternoon. It's being brought to you by DougHopkins.com. If you're looking to sell a house, You're looking to buy a house. What's that? There is one place to go, and that is DougHopkins.com. I should have just cut that for the commercial right there. They, They were like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, what's that? What's that? <laughs> yeah, I mean that man, that right there, that was fly. That was radio gold. That was a thousand dollar production back in my day.
2: <laughs> that was. You, you talk about. Uh, you know, we're we're hitting on all cylinders, and we're buying. We've had you know record numbers of homes. We're buying record numbers of everything. We're we're uh, listings. Everything else, and uh, and also all the competitors. Uh, the main big competitors that went bye bye for the last uh, three months. Uh, now we're back too. They're like, oh wait, we're missing the we're missing the boat. All of a sudden, we we, we got scared and, and and ran. And now they're now they're back buying.
1: That was a big mistake, man. They canceled a lot of deals. They canceled deals a they lot had, of deals. They signed uh, deals. up a lot of deals before COVID hit, and then all of a sudden COVID hit, and they were like, ah yeah, we're not following through. What do you think happened to those people who were on the other end of those deals that yeah. were counting
3: on those deals to come through? Yeah. Now in that case, what happens, Doug? Because they signed a contract,
2: do they? Um, they some of them got paid. Uh, you know, they gave. Them a little bit of money for you know the earnest money and basically yeah. that's your consideration right you, you you put up uh you put up some earnest money and uh, if you cancel the contract that earnest money is due back to you know the 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 seller and it's so hard to get though it is if you can fight it and, and you can, it can be a pain in the butt to to try to get but um you know there was there was some people that got it and some people that didn't and you know, is basically how much you were able to uh, fight and argue, and and uh, it was just a pain in the butt for a lot of people. We to mm-hmm. up buying a lot of people's uh, houses because of it. Uh, that that uh, when there was nobody else buying, but we kept on buying the whole time through, and and they're back now, and I'm I'm competing against them, and and look forward to competing against them, and stronger them. than ever before too. Oh yeah, mm-hmm.
1: what what gave you the confidence to do that? Because I I kind of can see their side of it where. Nobody knew how long that was going to take. especially or what it was going to do. I mean, yeah. we'd here's, never seen a shutdown like that before.
2: Yeah, here's the thing. I I, you know, I, I have my finger. I'm, I'm in the business, right? I'm going out to appointments. I'm in the business. I'm constantly looking at the numbers, looking at our listings, looking at uh, what's happening in the market. And um, the, the Arizona market never missed a beat. I mean, we, you know, it was the the, the one thing that was um, that did happen was the secondary market um, became very very tough. What's that? It was The secondary market being um, the people that 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 uh, wholesale their homes. They buy the, they basically buy the house. They they write the paper. They write the contract, and then they they take the contract and sell it to um, uh, willing and able buyers. Mm-hmm. So, the secondary
1: market is the buyers that they were selling those the houses to. The investors. The investors. investors that
2: are that are, uh, that are fixing them up and to flip them. Well. They yeah. freaked out.
1: They didn't want to buy the any. Investors houses.
2: freaked out and wanted to see what was happening. Uh, I saw that you know, regardless of what was happening on the investor side of it, um, the the market was still uh, humming, and uh, you know there was houses still closing. There was demand still going. We still had multiple offers on on stuff. Um, you know, there was a lot of uncertainty, and and a lot of homes fell out of escrow because of uh, uh, because of uh, you know, some people were nervous, and some people lost their jobs, and and weren't able to qualify. Uh, but we'd take it off the market, or we we we'd sell it, put take it off the market. As soon as that would would um, you know would fall out, we put it right back on the market, and we would get another contract. Three more day. offers, yeah. 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 So so it, it helps having your finger on the on the market and seeing what's going on, and. Um, you know, a lot of these other companies are are tech companies run by people in New York and San Francisco, and they're doing it in twenty different cities. Yeah, doing it in a bunch of different cities. And, and so, what's good what's in San on. Francisco,
1: it may not be good in Phoenix right. or or Dallas or you know anywhere else.
2: Yeah. So I'm, I'm a mom and pop guy. We 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 we, want, we made the decision to keep on keep on going, and uh, uh, I'm glad we did. And um, and we're and, and they actually. Um, uh, came back with uh, some new strategies and stuff, so they're they're, they're implementing some new strategies, and um, it's going to be interesting to see how that works for them going forward.
1: All right, if people want to get in touch with you, they're looking to sell a house. Where do they go?
2: Yeah, they go to doughopkins.com. Just fill out the information, or you can call the number. What's the number, Darren?
1: Six zero two five six seven fifteen zero five. Yep. So just Somebody there right now?
2: Yep. Absolutely. Give us a call or or just fill out the information on the website and uh, we'll get out to you. If it's on the East Valley, it's most likely going to be me coming out. And uh, I love going out there. I met man. I met uh, a really nice gentleman uh, last week. We bought his house. Um, man, I felt you know it's amazing how much you connect with these sellers. Sometimes you know there's certain certain sellers you go out and you, and you really connect with. And this this gentleman. Um, you know, he uh, just a great guy. His um uh his wife had passed away like three weeks ago and uh he was decided to move up with his kids in, in uh in Washington State and um you know, uh went over to his house and um you know, he was just breaking down, you know, saying this is where my wife used to do this and this is where I you imagine oh, like be so with a, you know Gosh, like damn. Margaret
1: or Prima. Oh. It's it's like and and then there's that
2: She's fifty five years old too. Um,
1: and then there's that finality of, you know, you're this, this part of our life is over and now we're, you know, gosh, that's so tough,
2: man. Yeah, it was, it was really tough. And, and, uh, I gave him the best offer I've ever given anyone in my life.
1: Yeah. You walk back into the office and Doug goes, I got a contract. I just completely overpaid for this house, <laughs> <laughs> but I did the right thing. That's what he said. He goes, but I did the right thing and this was, this was the right one. So yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. And sometimes you got to do that, right? I mean, it's just um, you know people's stories and they imp- how they impact you, and and um, you know he had recently refinanced and and so they didn't have a lot of equity, and uh, uh, but he needed to get going, and uh, you know sometimes you just got to make a personal decision as and uh, you know throw business out the window, and and uh, and that's what I did, uh, you know I, I I sat there and I'm like I uh, I I'll I'll start praying for you, man. I, it's uh, unbelievable how. Um, how something like that can just happen out of the blue. And, and uh, you know, the guy, he, was, uh, he broke down several times during, you know, while, while I was there. And it, it's, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of heartache in this world sometimes, you know, and it, and it stinks right now, when that hit, hits you. Yeah, yeah. There, I mean, there's yeah. some really, you know, we knew uh, uh, someone that just passed away from COVID, uh, you know, that was a Valley DJ in, in town. And, Steel. Yeah. yeah. And
1: uh, he was our DJ out in Tribeca yeah. CBNC days. Good Jeez, guy too. Man. Yeah, it's and, too bad. and
2: so you know, it, it's uh, you know, sometimes you, you you think, okay, this 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 thing is no big deal, right? You know, it's uh, you, people get it. It's uh, you know, it's a little cold. It's no worse than the flu. And then, you know, you have an example like that where it makes you go, whoa. You know, you know it's just, yeah. It's, uh, you never, you never know, man, when you, I guess when you, your time's up, your time's up and, uh, uh, you know, it's like when it, when it happens out of the blue, that's what it really, yeah, it really catches mean, you.
3: We had a high school, uh, 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 yeah, classmate, friend. yeah, friend, good friend, yeah. uh, Jimmy Jones, you know, just out of the blue and it's very sad, you know, you're, we're, we're getting to the age where, you know, those things are starting to happen and it's very, uh, Uh, The line of mortality is getting shorter and shorter
1: and shorter with each day.
2: That that you go by—that's another realization that you have. Uh, it you it is, and that's one of the reasons that I'm building that house because it's like you only live once, man. Yeah. And you might as well make the best of it. So, Doug's uh, building it like a mausoleum.
1: <laughs>
2: you have to bury me I there. Can't how much wait, money I'm well, for I can't wait. I can't
3: wait for it to be done because I'm going to have so much fun. <laughs> it there. was
1: incredible. Doug actually said, "I'm going to will you this house, Darren, when I die, <laughs> but I want to be in a glass coffin in the middle of the aviary there on display." In, full of formaldehyde, just you know, on display for the next one hundred years on on Mount Sendas. Yes,
3: with with maybe a button where you hit it and you just have his laugh come out. There. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, once again, that's 602 1505 602 1505 We're going to talk to uh, Kevin Kaziski next from Homebridge Financial. And Kevin, it, we've talked about it. It's funny because now for three years going, we're like, rates are at historic lows. Well, rates really did hit historic lows uh, in this past week. Under 3% for a 30-year fixed mortgage. Holy cow.
3: Holy cow, Darren. Holy cow.
1: We will have more details coming up next on The Doug Hopkins Show.
0: Over 15,000 real estate transactions and growing. This is the Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program with Doug Hopkins from Discovery Channel's Property Wars.
1: So take me home.
2: banks and absolutely no repairs we make the offer and you pick the closing date it's that easy so how do you get your as-is cash offer within 24 hours go to doug and get the ball rolling today no phone numbers to remember just my easy to remember website doug again that's doug hopkins.com for all your real estate needs
5: With Realty Executives and
2: DougHopkins.com, and I still want to buy your house. Lately, a lot of companies have stopped buying houses due to uncertainty in the market. In these stressful times, DougHopkins.com can give you peace of mind that your house is sold. We never charge fees or commissions, and we buy your house in as is condition with no repairs. At DougHopkins.com, you're dealing with me, a local guy who's been buying houses in the market for 25 years, in good times and bad. We will get through this together.
0: Make your home the best flippin' home on the block. Find the right contractors, and don't waste your money on the wrong repairs, upgrades, and improvements. Once again, here's Doug Hopkins on the Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program.
1: This is the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. It's being brought to you by Realty Executives, where the experts are. Also by Signature Title, the expert's choice for title services, and by Homebridge Financial, making a dream of home ownership a reality. How you doing, Darren. Kevin has his, his hand raised like
2: it's school.
3: No, I was uh, dancing.
1: Oh, to were the, you? Okay. Yeah, to the Kevin, hey, how uh, do you
2: feel about your Redskins uh, being renamed?
1: I, I the, have to bleep uh, that out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the, Washington
1: no, you Redskins, don't. So the Washington Redskins. The Redskins,
3: yeah, they, they are no longer the Washington you know, Redskins. I, That's I your was, team. You know, I was born in Maryland. My dad took me to, uh, to the Super Bowl there when they beat Miami back in, what, 83? So, yeah, I've been a Redskins fan my whole life. My whole... My whole garage has Redskin paraphernalia all over it. Okay, there's going to of- be a protest. <laughs> well, you know, to me, it's it's difficult because it, there there are people that um, are fine with it and people that aren't. It's just, I don't know, I don't know what to say. I, they don't know what the new name's going to be as of now. I haven't seen losers. Maybe yeah, wow, have a big scandal anyway wow. going on. There's they a have scandal, bigger, bigger things there, going on. There's there. a lot of things going on with that organization right now, which is sad because it's been a storied organization. You know, watching Riggins when I was little, watching um Theismann, and then Doug, Doug Williams uh, came out and said that he. He's always a Redskin, So yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it's a touchy subject, obviously.
2: Yeah. So. Yep. I, I heard a lot of the, the old players, especially the, uh, where they, the lineman called again, the, 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 pounds, hogs. the hogs, the hogs. Yeah. yeah. They were, they were pretty upset about it too. You know I mean? They, they have pride in, 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 in the name and, and they don't look at it that way. And, but I get, I get it. Like we were talking about last week, we, you know, I get both sides Argue of both it points. Yeah. Both, argue both points. And, uh, it probably shouldn't have been you know from the get go Okay but then be.
1: now what about like the Cleveland, Cleveland Indians You see
2: I don't I don't have a, that's more a generalized it, it's not a uh, Indian But you're
1: making a them a mascot thing, right? though India's Like listen I'm not one to I, well, I not good. I'm yeah. not one to advocate for
3: anybody having to change I told you I can't be offended well, What yeah, about uh, the no, Jets? No. Cuz the Jets went into the the Twin Towers Oh stop it Jesus. That's they said that
2: Who said that?
3: It's out there I could dubbing. see
1: somebody maybe have seen that after 9-11, but yeah. probably
3: not this far after. Yeah. But what what I'm saying. At what point do you... What else could be... Well, the I, Texans, I, I I, the I, Houston Texans, because they were treated another... Uh, another the Cowboys, John. John is saying the Cowboys. The Cowboys. Ran in here the
2: Cowboys.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Cowboys. the
3: Cowboys. Yeah, because I mean,
1: you really could kind of find something offensive with anything if yeah. you looked. If you looked hard enough,
2: I, I, I would say out of all of them, out of all the the names and all the professional sports, Redskins is probably the the, the most offensive one. Uh, Not a probably. I, I would say it is the most. Offensive I don't. One. See, I disagree.
3: There. I mean. See,
2: I, I don't know. I, I mean. Braves is is you know they are Chiefs you know they' it's it's talking about you know uh, the uh, strength of of the Indians and 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 Indians is just Indians and cowboys are just cowboys and I don't look at Redskins
1: it, was a slang that's a, term. That's, a,
2: that's a slang term and I and, and I, I think that one is offensive I I, I do Um I don't, I don't find a, a fault in the other ones. I actually really, and like the Seminole, you go, you can go into to college and stuff. Florida. Like and, and I love how they do the chants and the, and the, uh, the hacking. Those are all People get offended by that, but yeah. Some people do, yeah, I guess, I guess so. Uh, well,
3: even you know. the Braves, right? They, you're not supposed to do the... The tomahawk chop. Are you yeah. not supposed they to do that? They called that, that. Yeah. 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 I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anymore in this world, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'll tell you what: the rates are low. How about that? You know, that's not offensive. Let me throw Everybody's one more. Excited. Let me throw
1: one more thing at you yeah. here. Uh, Governor Ducey on Thursday extended the uh, eviction uh, halt. Right. That they have the eviction freeze in Arizona through October thirty first. Um, meaning that if somebody doesn't pay the rent, you as a landlord cannot evict them or start that eviction through October 31st. And,
2: and, and I get what he's trying to do. He's trying to save people from being homeless or being evicted out of their houses. And, and, and for some people that is a, a valid thing that needs to be done. The, the unfortunate part is too many people try to, try to, um, Take yeah, advantage take of it. Take advantage yep. of that of that stuff, and that's what we've been seeing. Well, with,
1: a, our landlords do they also have a a pass not to pay mortgage? Because there's a lot of people who own a rental house and, or and, two, and
2: that's the thing that it, well, it, it goes
3: upwards, right? So if so, if, then they can file a forbearance. You, you can know? file a forbearance, but now but then their their credit, credit is messed is, up. is
2: getting messed up, and it, it's it's you know it, it's not fair all around, uh, and it's kind of just the luck of the draw of who you know you have a tenant in there that lost their job and and can't find something. Else else right now and and can't pay the rent and then in in turn they don't pay the rent and you can't evict them and then the uh the the landlord who's depending on that rent to pay their mortgage uh now all of a sudden has you know that mortgage that he has to pay and he's not getting anything the, the
1: landlord term. could wind up homeless and the tenant could wind up staying in the house
2: yeah no, that well, if if they're not able to do do foreclosure on it, yeah, uh, and some of foreclosures are being held up and some not, so it just depends on the bank and what they're doing, and I guess how much you want to pay a lawyer. So uh, it's, it's it's just, just crazy times, crazy yeah.
3: times. But I think the bottom line is if you know if you can afford it pay it if you can't there's there's remedies for you and i think there are a handful of people that might take advantage of something like that when it's,
2: it's more than a handful and yeah. that's the, th- the thing that stinks you know uh yeah, i i know you know i have a property management company that that does mine and and when this first came out uh, you didn't have to pay you know you you, know, you didn't have there wasn't gonna be an eviction we had like uh you know uh several dozen um, of the people say, no, oh, we need to, you know, we're, we're not going to pay, uh, you know, we lost our job or, you know, we uh, can't pay because of COVID. And they say, okay, well, we, we're going to need, uh, we're going to proof of that. And, um, uh, you know, please send in your, your, uh, we're going to call your uh, uh, employer and, and right, the employers and they, like, Oh, wait, well, we're, we're good this month. We'll, we'll see about next month. And so a lot of people were just lying to try to not pay the rent right. and, and uh and that's wrong, you know. Yeah. That, that's 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 just wrong. That's well, people just trying to take advantage of the situation. And that
1: money owed doesn't go away because October thirty first, if it doesn't get extended again, both the forbearance money that wasn't right. paid, that's going to be all due in full, or that's they're going, or there's going to be the eviction. So uh, here is Kevin Kozinski
3: <laughs>
1: with the latest information on how to get a loan, how to get into a house. How to keep your credit clean from Homebridge Financial, Kevin Kaziski. So, so when that money does become due, um, I mean, they're going to owe if, if you haven't paid for the last six months, you owe six months worth of rent or mortgage payments, or you're getting you're getting evicted or foreclosed on.
3: That that's correct. I think if a lot of people don't read that fine print, that it isn't like free months. I mean, they're they're going to add that to. Sometimes they'll <laughs> add it to the end on on a mortgage. Right? It Depends on the bank. You know, it really does. It depends depending on, um, how it's set up and, and when you're talking to them, that, that could affect, uh, they could put it on the back, but, but the way most of them stand is you need to pay that right when, um, you know, if they give you six months, then in six months, six months payments are due, you know, so I don't know that that's going to really help people. So a lot of the banks realize that. And I think there, there will be some compromise there, but loan modifications,
1: things like that. All right, let's move on to people yeah. who are looking for a house. Obviously we've talked about it on this show that it's a very, uh, you know, a very competitive
3: housing market right now. Yeah. You know, I've, I've been on the phone last week with three different listing agents telling them how great our borrower was. You know, I, I think you have to go above and beyond now if you want to get a house right now in this market you have to have a lender willing to say hey i've looked at everything this borrower is going to not only qualify we're going to close on time um you're not going to have any problems i think that's the biggest issue right now is you as a seller you're looking at 15 offers which one you're going to pick you're going to pick the one you feel is most likely to close right and not and cause you the least problem so um we're happy to do that we do pre-approvals right away we don't take two to three weeks like some of these other banks uh we had one where they called that morning and by that afternoon we had a pre-approval form.
1: So all the information you've learned on this show, you can uh call Dylan at four eight oh four nine eight eight thousand. He could be your real estate agent. He gets you in touch with Kevin or you call Kevin as well at four eight oh five six oh fifty five fifty-five. Correct. You could have your pre approval by the end of the day today. In most cases, in, in most rest, cases, yeah. certainly through the weekend by yes. Monday, you could have it, uh, be looking for a house. And then you put the offer on the house and not only do you just put an offer on the house it, along with the 10 other people that are offering on that house. Uh, but at the same time, uh, you put that money down, Kevin gives them a buzz and, uh, makes to put, put you on top of
3: the pile. That's correct. Tell them that you're great. I wouldn't send that pre-approval unless I knew you were approved. All
1: right. There you have it. 480-560-5555.
2: Yep. Listen, everybody, have a wonderful rest of your weekend. Stay safe out there. Give us a call for all of
0: your real estate needs and uh, we'll see you soon. This is the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate
4: Radio Program.